Hey listeners, a special thank you to Blunt Collections for sponsoring our program. Check out Blunt Collections on Instagram or Facebook for all of your hobby needs at a great price. Sports cards, pop vinyls, Pokemon cards and protective equipment. While you're there, why not try out a sports card break? Check out Blunt Collections today. Welcome everyone to the 32nd episode of the Double Double NBA Show Australia, brought to you by the Double Double Podcast Network. You're here with your host as usual, Jack, and my co-host Anthony, the three-point man, Tankardi. Anthony, how are we, my friend? Very well, thank you very much. That is absolutely incredible. Also, by the way, happy basketball week, mate. we got basketball this week. Can't wait. I'm actually (laughs) relatively looking forward to watching some basketball. However, it is going to be very, very early in the morning for us. Um, That's okay. There's sacrifices that have to be made. And it's only scrimmages. I.e. work. But we'll, we'll go through and we'll discuss it a little bit more later. Excellent. Let's get some news from the bubble, mate. So uh, I'll start us off. First of all, zero coronaviruses. Coronavirus cases, sorry. In the bubble. So uh, it I guess appears you could that call them coronaviruses. A... Can I? I guess Is that so. the scientific like appropriate thing? No, probably oh, not. Okay, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of coronas, but not many coronaviruses. Okay. Well, regardless, there's zero of them in the bubble. So I think that it means that we officially have like a green light that this is definitely going to go ahead. Um, which I'll, I'll just jump into my second point because it sort of leads into it, which is Zion Williamson has left, left the bubble in order to attend a severe family matter. I'm not sure what the family matter was. Now, obviously, this hurts the Pelicans in a big way, especially... Now, this is where it gets like really, really grey and like murky is because what's going to happen... When he comes back, because I believe it's a ten-day, like isolation period or something, I think or five it's only consecutive hours. Is it really though? Because then I said I heard someone say ten day, and then I said, "Oh, you have to pass five consecutive coronavirus tests." That I think was for the original bubble and entering it. I think if someone re like leaves and re-enters, it's only forty-eight hours, and they still have to pass like two consecutive ones. I know it's a different set of rules for when they leave and come back, but see that's crazy because wouldn't you? Even, even then, risky? even then, yeah, they still might have it. Or yeah. like the other thing as well that I was thinking with that is, what if he comes back like the day before their first game? Then he'd just sit out their first game. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And what if he comes back? What if yeah. he doesn't come back? Yeah, well, yeah, they, that's that, that is an option because, like, what if he comes back and then the NBA's like, oh no, you got to wait seven days. In seven days, they got to play what? Five games. Yeah, I think so. Five, four, four, four or five games, something like that. So they're going to play like four games, for example. Four out of ten, when you're trying to make up three and a half games without Zion, it's going to be pretty hard. Yeah, my, my pick, to be honest, out of all those teams that are around the outside of that bubble, um, is Portland Trailblazers. I genuinely think with them coming back... No chance. If, if there's a team, I'm just saying, I honestly think the Grizzlies are going to maintain yes. and hold on to that spot because they're, what, three games up on the next closest behind them, which is Portland? Two I and think a half. it's three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. So they're... But if it's within four, it goes to that weird playoff thing. So That's true. Um, so I guess there's already more than likely going to be that weird playoff thing happening. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if, if a team can do it from outside of that group, the team that, that, you know, the group that's not already in the eight, I genuinely think the Trailblazers have the biggest chance. I was um, listening to a podcast the other day and they were saying that um, this season, Damian Lillard, when he was on the court uh, without 
Yusuf Nurkic. So it was just focusing on Lillard's on-off numbers. He was plus one point, I think it was 1.4 points per 100 possessions. Um, last season, he was plus 1.9 points per 100 possessions. So relatively comparable. Uh, and when him and Nurkic were on the court together last season, it was 10.9 points per 100 possessions. So basically, a little bit of an increase. Basically nine points different. So if Nurkic can come back and those two can sort of play together how they were uh, in that, that, that deep playoff run that they went on uh, last season... Mm. I, do, I genuinely, I don't see a world where they don't make it, to be completely honest, especially with Damian Lillard. You know how he is when there, there's stuff for him to play for. He goes, basically goes off, for better word. Yeah, definitely. Like, I'm just looking at it now. So, the issue, but the issue with that though, even if they go on this massive run, so they're three and a half, same with the Pelicans and the Kings. They're all three and a half games behind the Grizzlies as such. But in order to see, well, this is where it gets murky because, again, that, that stupid four-game rule where they have to do the playoff. But to jump the Grizzlies, you'd pretty much have to be relying on the Grizzlies to lose, like, to go, like, 2-8 and eight, and for you to go, like, 8-2. and two. Can I ask a question about the playoff thing? Do you know how that looks? What do you mean? Do you know, like, what the playoff is? Is it, like, a three-game series? No, it's a two, so it's a two-game series. So and how it works is whoever's in the eight seed, mm-hmm. they just have to win one of the games, out of three, out of out of two. Okay. So like, does that make sense? So yeah. like, say let's say it's Grizzlies versus the Pelicans. Yeah. If Grizzlies win the first game, it's done. Pelicans don't get a so second. Pelicans chance. win, and then the Grizzlies and then it goes win. to the Grizzlies, Grizzlies still go win. Yeah, well, that, exactly. So the Grizzlies just have to win one game out of okay, two. Because I was going to say they have to win two. I was going to say that that to me makes it very fair for the Grizzlies. Yeah, but if if I was, if I had the Trailblazers and Grizzlies, just say full rosters, everyone healthy, um, playing at their best, I I would be taking the Trailblazers to be completely honest. So I honestly wouldn't in two in a row. No, no, no. I'm talking a seven game series. If they, if oh, they had yeah. a full seven game series, I'd be taking the Trailblazers. Same way, if to be honest, full rosters with the Pelicans and the Grizzlies, I'd be taking the Pelicans just on oh, just on know. their roster. You, you, you have I to. think you're honestly under like they're there for a reason, and I think you're you're falling into the trap they of everyone there. else, where it's just like oh, everyone just thinks that the Grizzlies have just fluked it. Like they're no, there no, for a reason. Not that they fluked it; they are there for a reason. It's because they've stayed for the most part majority healthy. Trailblazers have literally had at times Ooh. one of their top five best players on the court for a month period. Other than that, they've been injured all the time, and the Pelicans, to be honest. They underperformed at the same time as having, you know, injuries to Zion. But at the same time, they did honestly just play like rubbish at the start of the season. But towards the end of the season, they started going better. And this is how I look at the whole thing and why I'm going to be interested for these scrimmage games when they actually kick off and get started, which we'll Mm. we'll talk to you guys about the times and Mm. stuff of when they get started, Mm. is uh, it's basically like a new season. There's new players on the team. Tons of players yes. coming back from injuries. It's yes. been four months, which is the same duration as an off-season. Teams have new schemes. We've already heard 76ers are going to start Shake Milton and stick Ben Simmons in the four, and Al Horford's going to go to the bench. It's literally going to be... A lot of these teams are going to have new, new, basically new rosters that they're working with. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Milwaukee Bucks might come out and look like absolute rubbish. 
you never really know until you see a few few of the scrimmages and a few of the games. I mean, the Bucks aren't going to be rubbish because they got Giannis, but you never know. It's yeah. It's let's say let's say Zion doesn't come back though. I think we can both agree the Pelicans are done. I would yeah. I would say so. Um, Without him, they got some good players, but he's just that extra yeah. X factor. But even if you said they've got good players, the whole season, the start of the bit like the start of the season when they didn't have him, they were terrible. They couldn't win anything. No. So no. like, I don't think I don't think you I don't think your guy Alonso can carry that. The only much, thing mate. I'm holding on for for them, JJ Reddick's never missed a playoff. <laughs> He's not in one at the moment either. <laughs> so, no, but that's what I'm so. thinking. Like, oh, maybe. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Now, did you hear that the NBA has announced that the end of season award voting is has been set on the period until the hiatus? Done and dusted. So pretty much what that means, all our predictions that we previously had are definite lock-ins. Yeah. Um, do you want to run through them really quickly, what we sort of had as a consensus? So the consensus we had rookie of the year was Ja Moran. I only went with like, the big three that people really care about, to be honest. MVP was Giannis. And defensive player of the year, I said Giannis and you said AD and Giannis the two times we've done it. So I just wrote Giannis or AD. Who do you reckon? I reckon if Giannis gets MVP, they won't give him Defensive Player of the Year as well because they want more fans to be interested in like NBA. And See, that and, and I also you think there kind of has to be, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge, has to be a Lakers player. So it's either LeBron gets MVP, which then if LeBron got MB- MVP, I'd be more shocked than if AD got Defensive Player yeah, of the Year. Yeah, but I still think AD, I think if someone deserves to be in that historic club of what, is it Hakeem and Michael Jordan, it's Giannis. Yeah, he, he's had an exceptional season. The other one that I want to give a bit of a, a shout out to, I reckon Dennis Schroeder's getting the sixth man this year. Very, very likely. I don't reckon it's Lou Will. I reckon Schroeder. But he's what about Montrez? Because people actually... I'm, I've seen a vote where people had Montrez as the favourite. I'm still going Schroeder. When he's on the court, they're tearing up at the moment. I, I reckon they're going to make a bit of noise in the uh, old playoffs, but we'll see how they go. Oh, my goodness. Now, there's still no word about the other eight teams not participating in Orlando. There were talks about them perhaps being like a um, like another comp somewhere. I haven't heard absolutely anything about that for the other eight teams participating. So if they don't participate, you know, it can nearly be 12 months for them. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. It ends up being, I think it ends up being nine months because the season's resumed, expected to resume back in December, which apparently the Players Association aren't a fan of. So let's say if it even resumes in January. When did the, when did the league get suspended? March? May? Yeah. March. But I think that's the, I think they're planning months. on trying to do the whole December thing. Um, they should. But even then, that's they still should. a very long time without playing oh, proper it's way basketball. Too long. So it's way too long. Not too sure what they're going to do there. Um, literally, have not heard a word about it. Just on the uh, teams that aren't there, if you could have one team that was not in the bubble and trade it for a team that is in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Who are you taking out and who are you putting in? Either Eastern or Western Conference. I'd take out the Wizards because their roster is very, very bad. No John Wall, no, no Bradley no, Beal now. No. Literally, Rui Hachimura is their best player. Yeah. And I'd probably, to be honest, I'd kind of whack in the Bulls. The Bulls? Yeah. Oh. Because the Bulls started playing really good basketball towards the end. And like when you look at the rest of it, there's not that much left. Like you wouldn't take the Knicks. I wouldn't take the Knicks. Or the Pistons or the Hawks or the Cavs. And in the West, who was the leftover in the West? It was something, yeah. Timberwolves or the Warriors. Like, as much as I like the Timberwolves, no. I think, so I'd take the Bulls. I think, for entertainment purposes, 
I would be taking the Timberwolves, the Warriors, or the Hawks. I just would, would really? want to chuck in a fun team that's got like, quote unquote, star players. So on the Timberwolves, you got Towns um, and D'Lo there now. Warriors, you'd have at least Steph Curry back. And then mm-hmm. uh, for the Hawks, you at least get my man Kevin Herter <laughs> and Trey Young, which is dope. Trey Young's the afterthought there. Trey Young's uh, the second best player on that team. But I reckon it would be entertaining, and I definitely think take out the uh, not the Bulls, the Wizards. They're pretty pretty well cooked. Their roster's just very very bleak. I'd like to see who. I reckon they're going to be trolling a lot of like G League players and stuff, which is going to be fun to see. I'll try and find it as we're talking about this next subject because someone posted a photo of the Wizards roster, and like, and I'm not even kidding. Rui Hachimura is their best, their best player. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? It's it's well because they don't see a point. That's why everyone was like, "Oh, the Wizards are just going to bottle it when they get in anyway," because they got in, and then they said, "Oh, no, never mind." Apparently, Bradley Beal's had this shoulder injury. John Wall still isn't ready, so it's like, hmm, there's absolutely no no point at all. That's a wicked jersey, by the way. I just seen it on your phone. Yeah, the new Atlanta Hawks one. Yeah, is it new, the old school? New but old. Oh, it's the retro. They've, yeah, they've oh, unveiled yeah. three three new uniforms, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, right. That's interesting. But yeah, and then the last little bit, little piece I had was, uh, have you seen how much the effect the bubble's having on team chemistry? Everyone's loving it. Yeah. Everyone's absolutely loving it. My thing is, they're also going to be able to get out and go and do things that they wouldn't be able to do in, uh, like, normal society at the moment. Like, they're able to go out and play on rides and play golf and go out to Have dinners meal, and stuff like, stuff like that, that yeah. which is insane. So It literally looks like my park on 2K. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a barbershop being built in the middle. Now, I found the roster. Do you want to hear the roster? I'll I'd go through love it to hear the roster, mate. Ish Smith, Shabazz Napier, Jerome Robinson, Isaac Bonga, Gary Payton III, Garrison Matthews, Jerian Grant, Rui Hachimura, Troy Brown Jr., Ian Mahimi, Thomas Bryant, Mortiz Wagner... Anzez Pashisnes, don't even know who that guy is, Jonathan Williams, and Admiral, Admiral Schofield. Mate. I think the good Hawks players beat them. No Bye way. way. <laughs> I reckon we might be able to get some, uh, <coughs> I was going to say like a high school basketball team to beat them, but they're still in the NBA. Yeah, still Let's be real, Ish Smith would cook everyone at the same time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ridiculous. it's going to be rough. But we're going to get to see some... Plenty of young and up-and-coming players, which would be... At least you get to bleed good. someone like Rui Hachimura. Yeah, into and just the... feed him the ball as much as possible. Correct. Now, I'm just going to run through some of the games that we're going to be able yes, to see. Yes, let's go through this week's They're games. starting up tomorrow for us at uh, 5 a.m. in Queensland. So, nice and early. Jeez, I've got an early start. I've got United at 3 a.m. and then basketball at 5 a.m. Just going to work out perfectly for you then, mate. That's the good thing. Um, Some early bedtime. I was planning on going to the gym tomorrow morning, but I guess I can continue my diet of potato chips and uh, uh, what was the other thing I ate this morning? A roll-up. Fruit roll-up. Fruit roll-up for another day or two. Uh, So anyway, 5 a.m., you can watch on League Pass is the easiest way you're going to find it. There's going to be streams, and if you have... These are all telecasted on League Pass, aren't they? The majority of them, yeah. Okay. You also could watch on like regional sports networks if you are overseas in America slash have a stream for one of them. But the easiest way is on League Pass, which I know a lot of people that watch basketball these days have League Pass. Uh, anyway, 5am is the Magic versus the Clippers. So... Do you think teams are going to be playing their top players? I think so. 
I but think- me and me and friend of the show Sam were talking about this yesterday. Like we were talking because obviously Grizzlies versus the Sixers, and I was like, Sam, do you think they're going to play at top players? He's like, I honestly think they will because their starting five has never played together. Mm, I so, and I will. think like they want to try and get as much rust Out. off as possible. I think it's only going to be for. I've also heard that these scrimmage quarters, by the way, are yeah. only ten minutes and not twelve minutes. Yes, thanks which for is dope because it's like the summer league. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really hope it's kind of like old school summer league where it's literally just some dude with a handy cam like following the players down the court and it's not actually broadcast well, but only time will tell. Uh, but yeah, like you were saying, I think though they'll only play their good players for about a half a game. I think yeah. they'll do like... Kawhi Leonard ain't playing 40 nah, minutes. I think they'll do like... Out of 10 minutes in the first quarter, I think they'll bust out like 8 or 9 minutes in the first quarter. Yep. And then they'll do like 5 minutes in the second quarter and 5 minutes in the third and not play the fourth, not play, um, you know, the ends of those quarters and yep. have big breaks in between and stuff like that. And, you know, the scores are going to be like 60 to 50 um, with like 30% shooting and I don't think anyone's really going to care. Um, I just think it's more going to be about trying to work together some of those combos. Uh, 5.30 a.m., so a bit of an overlap if you want to try to watch it all, but the Wizards are going to be versing the Denver Nuggets. Um, saw some video come out of Jokic, Skinny Jokic, playing with Skinny Bol Bol. Bol Bol looks pretty good. Let's go, Bo Bo, get him in. So hopefully he gets a couple of minutes while we're there, and we we already talked about Rui Hachimura, so definitely exciting. At nine a.m. we've got the uh, battle of uh, pretty much not really too much. We got Pelicans <laughs> and Brooklyn Nets, so don't even really know who's on the Nets roster at this point, and Pelicans are without Zion. So if you want to tune into that one, by all means, do it. I will be because it's at nine a.m. What else do we have to do at work in the morning, mate? Not much. At 10am, there is Sacramento Kings versus Miami Heat. So that one will be a bit of an interesting uh, matchup. It'll be good to see Miami Heat, um, who I think's really built for the playoffs. They've got a bunch of older players, so I think that they're going to be fine. Yeah. I think they're going to be fine from the get-go, pretty much, because they've you know sort of gone through plenty of season restarts. So this will just be, for them, like another season restart. And hopefully the Kings... They'll have some players coming back from injuries and we'll, we'll see how they go. The next day, I'll just fly through their games really, really quickly. Um, Spurs versus the Bucks at 5 a.m. again. Uh, we've got Portland versus the Pacers at 5.30. Magic, uh, Magic Mavericks versus the Lakers at 9 a.m. And then the Suns versus the Jazz at 10. And then on our Friday, our we Saturday. have at 5.30... Correct, our Saturday. <laughs> I'm off a day. Our Saturday, we've got Grizzlies versus 76ers at 5.30 a.m. OKC versus Celtics at 7 a.m. That'll be a really good game. I think that will probably be the matchup of the uh, preseason. And the one underneath And then as the well. Rockets versus the Raptors at 9.30. Now, Westbrook's not going to be back in time for that one. Oh, yeah. Um, but it'll still be interesting to see what, what sort of changes are being made. I think Toronto is going to be a very, very good team in these playoffs as well definitely due to the fact that they got a bunch of veteran definitely. guys i reckon okc thunder are going to be a bit scary because if there's a close game that if i could choose one player to have on my team in the it's entire bubble it is probably chris paul yeah, at this I agree. point i agree so if any games come close watch out for okc awesome done and dusted yeah plenty Fantastic. of games to look forward to which is good to see so 
Now, I didn't tell you about this, but I did have a fast five for you. Would you like to go ahead? Oh, I'm, I'm keen. All right. So, now these are five season restart questions to close out the show. So, number one, with no Zion, are the Pelicans all but com- complete for the season? Well, Zion will be back, but without Zion, yeah, they're done. What team will surprise you the most, being good or bad? Good. Um, OKC, I think, are going to be phenomenally good. Uh, which is a bit surprising. This I know this is a fast follow-up. This is a bit off topic, which is a bit surprising because you look at half their roster and you're like, oh, yeah, they got some good guys. And then you look at the other half and you're like, what's your name? Lou Dort. Like, yeah. People you've literally never heard of unless you watch actual basketball. 100%. Uh, and a team that I think is going to be worse than sort of the consensus is Utah Jazz. I think they're cooked without Bogdanovich and I think Gobert and Mitchell still don't really... Yeah, they've still got beef. Now, a random, in quotation marks, small player to go off. Someone that I completely make a name for himself. He's sort of halfway done it. I'm going to go with OKC again. Is Dennis Schroeder. Or, this is a real one from left field, Dion Waiters. Because he's going to get plenty of minutes without Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me Two Dion. Simple Give ones. me Dion. Four, could you live in the bubble? I think anyone. Anyway. Hell yeah. It's a resort. Shit, yeah. It would be say. the funnest thing ever. And the and last have one. You, oh, I'll get back to that. Yeah, and the last one, which is, I know they're not really roomies, but you have to pick one of them. You have to room with Steven Adams or Jokic. I think I'd go with Jokic. I think I'd go with Adams. I think Steven Adams would be a lot more fun. I think he'd be fun, but then I just, I, I really like um, talking to people from countries like Serbia and Lithuania and Ed stuff did. like that. Yeah, but it's just like there's thousands of Kiwis but in Australia. It's Stevie so. Adams, mate. I know, but I just I would I reckon if I roomed with him, I'd try to sneak up on him and cut his hair in the middle of the night. <laughs> He'd murder you. He'd absolutely murder you. I love it. But hey, what that I'll, closes us out. No, what I was gonna say about bubble about question four. Man, what even question there four? are some oh, yeah. good places to eat in Disney World that are open. You can get like full five star steak meals. They got like Merlins or something, every which apparently single night. is really good. You could get whatever food that you want. Literally, at any time. If you want pancakes, done. You want a steak, done. You want nachos, done. It's a resort. That's my sort of living. Like, at the end of the day, they're having some fun. And the best thing about it is they would be able to walk around and not have... Not have to deal with, like, having their own security. Not have to deal with, yeah, like, exactly. friends and family messaging them and being like, oh, yo, I'm in town, can you get me some tickets? They won't have to deal with just trying to walk into just say a store to go and buy like even they wouldn't shop at macy's but let's say they walked into a macy's which is like maya here um they wouldn't have to walk in with like two security guards and then be like have like little kids or other people being like yo lebron james or like oh do you play basketball (laughs) it's literally just like i'm just cruising around with other basketball players so no one's going to talk to us like we're just minding our own business playing golf like i reckon they're having a great time aside from being away from family and the whole potential of being really sick and some uh big you know political matters going on at the moment i think they're genuinely probably enjoying themselves quite a bit (laughs) i'd agree i tend to agree and on that I'm going to end the show, mate. So th- thanks for coming, tuning in, everyone. Uh, if you like the NRL, make sure you check out our NRL podcast, which is the Double Knock On NRL show. And another shout out to our sponsor, Blunt Collections, for hooking us up during the show. So yeah. Thanks, everyone. And we'll see you uh, next week to talk about some basketball. Really quickly on Blunt Collections before we do sign out, I want to say we made a special trip down there on the weekend, didn't we? We did. We did. Uh, I happened to buy a box of 
Court Kings NBA cards, and I pulled out a Zion Williamson card, which I've... Uh, a rookie three, mate. Don't just say a Zion Williamson. Yeah, a rookie three. A rookie so three. a pretty, pretty good one, which I've since sold on uh, to friend of the show, Peter. So shout out to Peter for picking that one up from me. Um, I know he's trying to chase all of the uh, rookie threes, so yeah. if anyone has one, hit him up. And I, saw, I sent a few cards off for grading too with blunt submissions. I think it's Ryan, I believe. Ryan controls that. So massive thanks to those guys for hooking me up with Plenty that. Plenty of good stuff there. And, and we I got to visit Kuzma. They get back. We did. That was, actually, that was actually the highlight of my trip, yeah. if I'm going to be honest. Not the of 10 Colin Sexton patch, the Kuzma. Kuzma's a cool, cool dude. So now I'm done.